0: The numbers all go to eleven. Look, right across the board. Oh. Eleven oh, eleven, and most of eleven. The... Let's go up to ten. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is that any louder? Well, it's one louder,
1: isn't it? Why do you use the word trapped? Huh? Why do you say you feel
0: trapped in a man's body? Well, sometimes I get the menstrual cramps real hard. We just had a visit from the Environmental Protection Agency. How's the grid, old man? It's not good. Tell him about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie?
2: To the pain, means the first thing you lose will be your feet below the ankles. Then your hands at the wrists. Next, your nerves.
3: What about my tits?
2: Did you get to the handle them?
3: Yes, that's my forecast. I'll stand by that.
2: The next thing you lose will be your left eye, followed by your right. Nuzzling?
3: I think $20 million is worth a little nuzzling. 80%
0: chance there. Your ears you keep, and I'll tell you why sucking I thought you weren't jealous I'm not I don't believe in jealousy it's for the weak so that every shriek of every child at seeing your hideousness will be yours to cherish one thing though touch his dick and he's dead
3: you think I might find happiness in the animal kingdom duckie sportos and motorheads geeks sluts bloods wasteoids, dweebies dickheads they all adore him they think he's a righteous
2: dude 106 miles to Chicago We got a full tank of gas Half a pack of cigarettes It's dark And we're wearing sunglasses Hit it So, friendly might include actual, uh, what? Penetration?
4: Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting I'm Damon Sean, with me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz Mike, who's joining us tonight?
1: Well, tonight we've got Tess Craft.
2: Hi, how you doing?
1: Chuck Farrell. Hey, hey, hey.
4: And Pete Lucas.
2: Thrilled and honored to be here on the 51st Geek Fights, is this?
4: I believe this is, yeah, 51. Yeah.
1: All Suck right, we're up. over the hill. <laughs> and uh, so what are we fighting about this time, Damon?
4: Well, in the 51st episode, it's Best 80s Comedy. We, uh, we actually were going to do Best 80s Movie, and then Mike was like, we could just do Best 80s Comedy. I'm just doing, like, 15 comedies, and we're like, wait, why don't we do just Best 80s Comedy? We'll get to Best 80s Movie eventually, but we're doing Best 80s Comedy. Um, how do the fights work here, Mike? Well, we have a tournament-style
1: bracket, as always, 32 different movies, all of them uh, released in the 1980s, basically 1980 to eighty nine. Um and uh well we put them against each other put it to a vote majority wins they can pick uh whatever movie they want for whatever reason they want what was the better movie what makes you think of your childhood because that's always a big one on geek fights uh somehow there will be spite involved uh it's all part of what we call geek logic what's geek logic mike well geek logic as always can be explained by this message If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on Geek Logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you.
4: And that's Geek Logic. All right, let's start the fights. Tess, this one is yours. It is Revenge of the Nerds versus All of Me.
3: Alright, this one's actually really easy for me. I, uh, don't enjoy All of Me at all. I love Steve Martin, I love Lily Tomlin. I did not like the two of them inhabiting the same body. But Revenge of the Nerds gave us all hope. Because if, if the guy from ER back when he still had hair, and the, the, the ugliest caradine that isn't currently dead could get laid, anybody can. Therefore, I got to go with Revenge of the Nerds.
0: A vote for Revenge of the Nerds, Chuck? Um, yeah, I got to agree with Tess uh, and go with Revenge of the Nerds. To be honest, I'm not as familiar with all of me, and Steve Martin can be kind of hit or miss, in my opinion. Um, revenge of the Nerds kind of started like that typical kind of like nerds versus jocks kind of thing that's always made fun of in Simpsons episodes and other things. And uh, I just really like kind of the over-the-top uh evil jocks, you know. Uh, uh, it's just, you know, really entertaining. Nerd! A <laughs> vote for Revenge of the Nerds.
4: Pete? Uh,
2: this was uh, kind of a tough one. I did enjoy All of Me. I thought it was an amusing movie. However, um... I think uh, his name is Brian Tochi in Revenge of the Nerds and Carradine and the guy who played the big jock who went on to do Bloodsport with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Just so many classic scenes in that movie. I got to go with Revenge of the Nerds. It's
4: a vote for Van damme Another vote for Revenge of the Nerds.
2: Mike? No, no, that is not a vote for Van Damme. That's just <laughs> that's just a vote for the guy who was in the movie.
1: <laughs> uh I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, and, and throw a, a vote to All of Me. Uh, certainly Revenge of the Nerds is one. It's, it's more iconic. Uh, it's, I, yeah, oh got iconic already. Um, it's definitely more kind of typical 80s movie. Uh, but I think All of Me is actually just a, a better movie. It's, it's more of a real movie. Uh, it shows some great range on Steve Martin's part and, uh, some great physical comedy. Um, plus uh it was it was a romantic comedy which was kind of a little strange and and you know he's done a wide range of styles and this one's kind of right in the middle with a very mainstream straight ahead romantic comedy that I still thought was really funny
4: a uh, vote for all of me uh i would I'm gonna throw another vote to all of me i I've never really liked Revenge of the Nerds. The only reason I ever watched it as a kid was for boobs. That was it. It was like, oh, it has boobs, and that's why I watched it. But I've watched it as an adult and go, yeah, the stuff you see in porn is better, and I really don't care about this movie. Uh, All of Me, I, I really did like. I, I love, I love that movie. I just love how it makes me feel. But, All of Me, not moving on, the nerds are. And we are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is The Breakfast Club versus Vacation. Ooh.
0: Hmm. Okay, both really classic 80s movies. Um, Breakfast Club is really good, Um, but I just got to go for Vacation because uh, it's just so much more entertaining and zany uh, and more of a fun to watch. Sometimes Breakfast Club, even though it's great, um, uh, you know, it's like old teens struggling with their problems. Not that that's anything bad, but I just feel uh, Vacation is just, uh, dare I say, iconic. No, but, uh, yeah, I just think Vacation's a more of a fun movie, so I'm going with that. A vote for Vacation. Pete?
2: Um, I have to go the opposite way. I, I, vacation was a great movie. I loved Christy Brinkley, who didn't. Um, but I just think there was so much that came out of Breakfast Club, and I think that was pretty much my favorite John Hughes movie of all time, probably with many other people. However, I, I, I got to give it to Breakfast Club. <coughs>
4: Uh, vote for Breakfast Club, Mike.
1: Uh, you know, I think I'm going to. Um, I'm going to go with Vacation. Uh, I, I was Breakfast Club has grown on me more it, it, over time, but uh, back when it came out, I really wasn't that fond of it. I thought it was kind of, you know, very bullshit that everybody would get along, and I really, I didn't think it was funny. Um, it wasn't entirely meant to be funny, whereas Vacation, that was pure funny and uh this is best 80s comedy not 80s movie so the funnier movie is gonna win
4: A vote for vacation uh breakfast club is an iconic film you know it's one of those movies that you're supposedly have to watch and i of course have seen it it's okay it's got some moments that are good vacation is hilarious uh, I, I love vacation. Wally World, come on! How can you not love that place? How can you not love John Candy crying on the <laughs> on the uh, uh, what do you call that roller coaster? Ah, vacation and Tess.
3: I am pretty much going to have to go um, with a little bit of what Chuck had to say and a little bit of what you had to say, Damon. Uh, I watched Breakfast Club, and honestly, while it was funny, I never really looked at it as a comedy. I thought it was more about sometimes how much it really sucks being a teenager and when people don't understand that. And going from there to something like vacation, which is just pure out and out hilarity about how fucked up everyone's family is, especially when it comes to, you know, the good old all-American family vacation. Uh That essentially everyone's dad, if you had one of those kind of traditional suburban families, that they just lost their damn minds every time it came to planning something that was going to be special. God damn it. Or maybe it's just my childhood. But hey, I've got to go with vacation.
4: And vacation moves on into the next round. On to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Caddyshack versus Back to School.
2: Um, well, I had the uh, the fortune of going to a drive-in and catching back to school and Ferris Bueller's Day Off as a, uh, a double bill. And I have to say, it was a, uh, a lot of fun. However, I've never really been a big Rodney Dangerfield fan. I can kind of take him or leave him. Whereas uh, I think Bill Murray's performance in Caddyshack is uh, just fantastic. So i got to go with Caddyshack.
4: Uh, vote for
1: Caddyshack. Mike? Uh, you know, uh, I'm the opposite here. I'm, I'm a huge Rodney Dangerfield fan. I think this Back to School is the best thing he's ever done, um, and I loved Caddyshack. But uh, you know, I think Back to School, I I just laughed more. You know, it may not have been as smart, it may not have been uh, or have as, as many great performances. But you know, I, I love Rodney, and I love that movie. So, Back to School.
4: Uh, vote for Back to School. Um, I know Caddyshack is a classic. It's one of those movies that everybody's like, it's one of the greatest comedies of all time. I was too young for it. I, I just never got it. Uh, I was too young for ba- uh, Back to School as well. But, uh, when, while watching Back to School as an adult, because it hasn't been a, you have to watch this movie, movie... I'm I'm able to appreciate it for what it is and how great it is. And I love Dangerfield, and I love the Triple Lindy, so my my vote goes to Back to School. Tess?
3: I loved Back to School, and I thought it was funny. But now watching it, I'm kind of like, you know, yeah, it's funny, the Triple Lindy, blah, blah, blah. Caddyshack? Every single time, still le- makes me laugh until I am practically s- crying. I the the Chevy Chase, his performance, and you have Bill Murray's just unreal. But every time I I, I watch my brother-in-law and my nephew play golf, all I hear is na 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 na. Nah, nah. I I just cannot get that movie out of my head. It's absolutely Caddyshack. <clears throat>
4: A vote for Caddyshack. It is all tied up and coming down to you, Chuck.
3: Don't screw this up, Chuck.
0: Whew. Um, hmm. <laughs> No now pressure. I'm kind of on, now I'm kind of on the fence here, uh, but, um, <clears throat> both of them are really great. Uh, it's a really great matchup. You got, uh, uh, the over the top Kenny Loggins soundtrack in Caddyshack, and you got Boingo Boingo showing up and back to the school. Um, I kind of agree with Mike, uh, where I'm actually a big fan of Rodney Dangerfield. Um, and actually, you know, me having been a history teacher for uh, a bunch of years, uh, when I would start off my class, I would actually kind of steal a couple of lines from uh, the Sam Kinison uh, uh, contemporary history class um, uh, uh, to make my students think I was a little nuts. Um so I'm, what the hell, I'm going to go with Back to School. And by the way, uh, you stole my, uh, Triple Lindy reference there, Damon. Uh, come on, how can you now talk about the Triple Lindy? Yeah.
4: <laughs> back to School gets the win. Caddyshack goes down to round one. I was not expecting that. And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Spaceballs versus Heathers.
1: Oh, it's totally Heathers for me. Uh, Spaceballs was a lot of fun, but, uh, Heather's, you know, give me a good dark comedy. Uh, Winona at, at her absolute best. Christian Slater at his best. I it, mean, it's, it's perfect. It's, uh, it's Heather's.
4: A vote for Heather's. And actually Slater is kind of that character now on, what is it, Breaking In. I don't know if you've watched it yet. Uh, it's not on right now. It just had its first season. It's a pretty good show. I like it a lot. Uh, but, Spaceballs, come on. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Come on! I love Spaceballs. I'm voting for Spaceballs. Uh, Tess?
3: I am right there with you, Damon. Uh, as... As funny as Heather's is, and as much as I love it, nothing beats Mel Brooks, especially when it comes to making fun of other shit in such a way that you're not offended by it. Uh... I'm, a, you know, as a huge Star Wars fan, you know, watching Spaceballs and all of those stupid-ass jokes, I still laugh every time. Uh, so, definitely stay Spaceballs.
0: A vote for Spaceballs. Chuck? Sir, we lost the bleeps, the jeeps, and the creeps. That's not all these lost. It's no <laughs> contest. I got to go with Spaceballs, uh, you know, just because of the Star Wars connection, the Mel Brooks connection. And I'll never forget... Uh, you know, it's sometimes some movies really stick with you, and I'll never forget one time I was staying over at my grandparents' house. I think it was in 1987, and they had HBO, uh, and you know, I just had like an antenna at my parents' house, and Spaceballs came on. I'd never heard of it. I was a huge Star Wars uh, uh, kid, and I was just like in stitches the whole time. So, gotta go with Spaceballs.
4: Another vote for Spaceballs and Pete.
2: Um, Well, you know, Heather's is definitely, I think, a a more classic movie. I I have to admit, when I saw Spaceballs the first time, I I really wasn't too impressed with it. There was other Mel Brooks movies that I thought were funnier and better done. Um, But I got to give it to Spaceballs, because for me, Heather's, the same comment that somebody made about The Breakfast Club, to me, I didn't think it was that funny. I thought it was more dramatic than funny. So I got to go with Spaceballs
4: and Spaceballs gets the win, and we are on to our next fight. It is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure versus Real Genius, and Real Genius has a really, really cool scene where they fire a laser beam from a, 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 an airplane, and then they uh, explode a house with popcorn. Um, that's pretty much all I really remember from that movie. <laughs> I know it's actually a good movie. I remember liking it, but I remember Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's a fucking badass movie. So I'm going to go Bill and Ted. Uh, Tess.
3: This matchup actually kind of makes me want to cry. Um, I love both of those movies so much and for totally different reasons. But I can quote lines from both of them just right off the top of my head. It's... You know, Val Kilmer back when he was thin and hilarious before he, you know, got all very self-important and decided he really was Jim Morrison. And then on the other hand, you have Keanu Reeves when he didn't pretend he could act. And you've got George Carlin. It just, eminently quotable, completely unforgettable movies. I, I gotta go to with R2 on this one because I simply, I can't, I can't choose between them.
4: There is no R2. You must decide. Oh. when did you guys do that uh like six months ago
2: oh, I hate you. <laughs> he was um, three
3: well then i gotta say i'm gonna go with real genius simply because i suggested it for the list
4: uh vote for real genius uh chuck um
0: hmm, i gotta go with bill and ted just because i really liked it when i was younger uh Pretty much because of two words, time travel. I thought it was really cool. It'd be like, yo, yeah, dude, we'll like leave these keys behind this post later. And then, you know, like some of these keys pop up. And, uh, Sigmund Fruit, Socrates, Beethoven, you know. Uh, I like both movies, both great. I even, uh, remember the short lived animated series of Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's most excellent adventures. It's a part of that's for sure.
4: Bill and Ted. Another vote for Bill and Ted, Pete.
2: This was actually a tough one for me because uh, I didn't. I did remember enjoying both these movies immensely. Although I have to admit, I thought uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey was uh, a yeah. bit funnier. Um, I, I just liked Death in the second one. I thought he was hysterical. Um, so I got to go with uh, Real Genius.
4: A vote for real genius. It is all tied up and coming down to you, Mike. And let me tell you this. There's talk of doing a third Bill & Ted movie, and it could, if your vote goes the wrong way, it might not happen.
1: <laughs> um, Subtle. This, this really sucks. I was convinced that uh, Bill & Ted was going to, to take this, and that kind of made me happy because... Uh, honestly, in every way, shape, and form, I really do love Real Genius more, even though I know Bill and Ted's the, the, the better movie, certainly the one that's had the bigger impact. But, um, I, I'm, even though I don't want to, I'm going to vote for Bill and Ted and move it forward because I'm really hoping for Back to the Future, uh, winning in the next bracket. And I've, I've been wanting the time traveling DeLorean versus the time-traveling phone booth to fight it out for a long time on this show. And we might have a chance at doing it here.
4: i <laughs> vote for Bill and Ted, and Bill and Ted moves on into the next round. On to our next fight test. This one is yours. It is Back to the Future versus Tootsie. Oh,
3: I did not enjoy Tootsie. I know it's funny. I know it's you know clever. I know it's intelligent, and it's ah, uh, it's cross-dressing that isn't scary and what have you. And but I just I didn't enjoy it. It I I think it would may have been a film that I was too young for. Um, I didn't really have a frame of reference for understanding it when I first saw it. Uh, Back to the Future, lots of fun. Love the time travel. Love the DeLorean. But Christopher Lloyd is really what takes it for me on that. That the the notion that the the guy from Taxi really is that crazy. So I, I'm gonna go with Back to the Future.
0: I'll vote for Back to the Future, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I mean Tess pretty much took the words out of my mouth. Uh, I mean you Sorry, can't touch it. Can
3: yeah,
0: damn it. <laughs> uh, I mean Back to the Future, I mean you can't even touch it. It's so just great. Right, you got Commander Krug, you know, uh, uh uh, Ronald Reagan, the actor? You know, it's just it's just really great. Uh it's a movie that you can rewatch and is almost kind of timeless and tootsie, you know, whatever. I'm not a big fan of that movie, so Back to the Future.
4: Great Scott! Uh vote for Back to the
0: Future. Pete.
2: Um yeah, I, I really have to have to follow behind uh Tess and Chuck here, both literally and uh and 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 pick wise. I, I just thought it was the stronger movie. I think uh, Tootsie was funny, but I, I think I was too young when it came out to really get a lot of the uh, the subtleties and stuff behind it. Whereas Back to the Future was just—I didn't have to understand it because it was just a great movie. Back to the Future.
4: Uh, vote for Back to the Future, Mike.
1: Um, I I love Tootsie, and and certainly it was the one of the very rare comedies nominated for uh, Oscars, but. Um, of course, it's totally Back to the Future. There's, there's no Tootsie 2 or Tootsie 3. Uh, <laughs> no one gives a shit when that comes out on DVD. There's no toys. There's no, um, you know, time traveling, time tra- traveling DeLorean versus Dustin Hoffman in a red dress. You know, I think it's, uh, <laughs> pretty easy.
4: Uh, vote for Back to the Future and I will very quickly make it a clean sweep because I saw Tootsie. I don't care about (laughs) Tootsie. We are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is A Fish Called Wanda versus Midnight Run.
0: Um, Okay, these are two movies that um, I'm not really necessarily a fan of. I never really saw them when they came out. Um, So I'm just going to flip a coin right here. Let's see. Uh, Wanda.
4: A fish call one it gets a point.
2: Pete. Totally, totally wrong. This was actually one of the tougher ones for me. I loved both these movies. Kevin Klein was fantastic, but on the other hand, Midnight Run, you had De Niro and um Okay, I'm on drugs, whatever the other guy was. <laughs> Charles Grodin. <laughs> Groden, that's it. Uh another big eighties comedian, yeah. Um and I just I I I thought Midnight Run was uh just a bit funnier i just love the the dynamic between the two of them so midnight run
4: uh vote for midnight run mike uh i'm going to go with
1: a a fish called wanda i i I love midnight run it it was hilarious uh really the first time i i I really understood how well de niro can do comedy and and charles groden is always great but you know you're up against two pythons and kevin klein and uh Jamie Lee Curtis was in that one too, and she was kind of hot. And didn't she get horny when they talked in foreign languages? So, uh,
4: so yeah, fish called Wanda. Uh, fish called Wanda, and and three pythons are in that movie. <laughs> Even better, yeah, because I believe I can't see. I'm so tired. I can't remember. It's Cleese and
3: Michael Palin. Palin
4: and the the third one. I can't remember his name. He's the other one that's still alive. Well. And isn't directing movies. How about that? Is it Eric Eric, Eric Idle? Thank
3: you. Eric Idle's not in that. He
4: he has a a bit part in the movie. Oh, a bit part? Yeah.
3: Thank you very much. Uh
4: but yes, it's a fish called Wanda. The scene at the end near the end of the movie where he's naked and about to fuck Jamie Lee Curtis and this is John Cleese and the other family walks into the house and he's just standing there bare ass naked in front of a family. It's so fucking funny to me. Uh I love that movie, so I'm gonna go with a fish called Wanda and Tess.
3: I am right there with you. It's a fish called Wanda. You've got you've got the pythons. You've got Kevin Klein being superbly demented, um, and it's it's a great caper movie. Uh, Midnight Run, I it, I was I love Charles Grodin. I have always loved Charles Grodin, and I was pleased to see that De Niro could be something other than gritty. But uh, even though I put Midnight Run on the list, I got to go with Fish Called Wanda. It's still to this day one of my favorite movies.
4: And A Fish called Wanda is moving on into the next round. We're on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Stripes versus uh, Karen's pick, Howard the Duck.
2: This one was actually no contest for me. I remember when I saw Howard the Duck in the theater thinking, oh, my God, that movie is stupid. Whereas Stripes, I've loved since day one. Bill Murray, again, classic. Um, Harold Ramis. John, early John Candy I gotta go with Stripes
4: uh, vote for Stripes Mike uh, you know
1: if if we die my blood is on your hands just don't get it on my shoes
4: Stripes uh, vote for Stripes um, Stripes is a fantastic movie it was just on this past weekend uh, I didn't watch it at all uh, Howard the Duck was funny when I was a kid and and as Karen has pointed out to me, duck nipples are hilarious. So I'm going to vote for Howard the Duck. Uh, Tess
3: stripes all the way. The you've got the, the the big toe and and the John Candy swallowing his aggression and cheeseburgers and the the invasion of a of a foreign country by accident. <laughs> I mean, there there's. Absolutely nothing funnier than watching Bill Murray and Harold Ramis and and John Candy and you know any of the other just be fucking idiots. I love it.
0: Uh, vote for Stripes and Chuck. Uh, you know what people don't realize is that the corporate establishment wouldn't let George Lucas make his original vision of Howard the Duck, but in the forthcoming special edition of Howard the Duck, where there's going to be more hustling and bustling, most Isley cantina people will be able to understand, I mean, stripes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's the fact, Jack. Uh, And stripes moves on into the next round. Mike, this fight is yours. This could be easy, hard. I don't know. It's big versus porkies. Uh, You know, it's,
1: it's, I really don't know where I I stand with this one too much. That makes it kind of hard, but it's also easy because I don't really care that much about this one. Um, Porky's is probably funnier, but honestly, I never, I never thought that particular uh, franchise of of kind of the raunchy humor was was as good as a lot of the other sort of early raunchy teen sex comedies, um, and uh, and big, you know, it was it was funny. I laughed a lot. It, it's odd that you've got sort of very immature, childish, adult comedy versus a very kind of sweet child comedy Um, but Tom Hanks is awesome and I don't know anybody who
4: is in Porky
1: so I'll go with Big Uh,
4: vote for Big Um, you know Porky's as a kid growing up was one of the holy grails of nudity you knew that it had nudity in it and you knew your parents didn't want you to watch it that's all I knew about Porky's and when I finally watched it which was only like 6 or 7 years ago was the first time I actually watched it I was like this is not that funny and there really isn't that much nudity in it uh, I learned to play Chopsticks and Heart and Soul on the piano because of Big I love the fuck out of that movie so I'm going to go with Big Tess.
3: I've never been a fan of the kind of gross out, you know, raunchy teen sex comedy like, like Mike was saying. You know, if, if we had been able to eke out a little flexibility where we could have included meatballs instead of porkies, that would have absolutely worked for me. But, uh, you know, Big wasn't as funny. I found it more heart, alternately heart wrenching and heartwarming, you know, this kind of coming of age, you know, Retaining your childlike innocence as adult thing, less comedy, but I really just did not enjoy Porky's at all. So I got to go with Big.
0: Another vote for Big, Chuck. Yeah, I got to go for Big as well because I remember um, I, I, another you know childhood memory of just watching Big with like my at my neighbor's house, with my family, thinking it was really great, and uh, being a kid at the time, I thought the whole concept of suddenly being adult. You know, it was really awesome.
3: You're uh, already from New Jersey.
0: Hey, exactly. Jersey, you know. so uh And plus, you got Robert Loggia. So, uh, you got to go with Big. Another vote for Big. Pete, is it a clean sweep?
2: Well, you know, I really enjoyed Porky's when I was young, and I remember my dad taking me, and it was, I think, probably the second or third time I actually saw Boobs. First time was Animal House, which was my favorite movie of all time, but... Anyway, and I remember having the uh, Atari 2600 Porky's video game where one yeah. of the screens looked like Pac-Man and you had to run away <laughs> from Coach Ball Brickers she was trying to catch you. That being said, um, I just don't think it stands up as well. I just saw Big again recently, and I still really love that movie. So I got to go with Big.
4: And Big takes the win in a clean sweep. We're on to our next fight. This is fucked up. It is Ghostbusters versus Coming to America. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters speaks to the kid me, but so does Coming to America. Eddie Murphy, at the height of his fucking comedy career, comes out with Coming to America, which is a fucking badass movie. But at the same time, you've got Ghostbusters with Aykroyd and Murray and all those guys in there just just being fucking awesome and I hate this so much, but, oh, God damn it. I'm going to have to go with coming to America. Uh, the Royal plane the Royal penis is cleaning your highness. That shit right there was so awesome. And that was the first time I saw boobs in movies. And that movie so funny to me was so funny to me. I've got to go with coming to America. Tess.
3: For me, it's, it's a similar debate. Um, I, I, I laugh my ass off every time I watch either of them. They still hold up, but I prefer my Eddie Murphy still on drugs. And, you know, the, I, I prefer Eddie Murphy being really just out and out, in your face, stand up. Um, but Ghostbusters, you know, once the, once Bill Murray slowed down the cocaine use, he got even funnier. And the 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 and Arsenio Hall just pisses me off. So as much as I enjoy Coming to America, I've got to go with Ghostbusters.
0: A vote for Ghostbusters. Chuck? Um, hmm. I'm going to go off on a brief tangent here. I actually know somebody who was in Coming to America. He was uh, one of the football coaches at Westwood High School, the high school I went to. Uh, his name was uh, J.T. Turner who uh, used to play for the New York Giants, and he was actually in a particular scene when Dan Aykroyd is in jail, and these two black guys kind of intimidate him, and this one guy comes up and says something to him, and then our football coach, J.T. Turner, uh, you know, they kind of turn to the side and look at him, and he just goes, Yeah... And for years, he got royalty checks from that movie. So I always kind of thought that was funny that I knew uh, he was credited as Big Black Man number two uh, in the movie. However, that being said, even though I really like Coming to uh, America, a great movie, you just can't touch Ghostbusters. I mean, Ghostbusters is like lightning in a bottle. If anyone else had made that movie with different actors in a different situation, it would have sucked. But it's just such a great movie. Bill Murray completely drives that movie. It's just hilarious gotta go with the busters uh vote for
4: ghostbusters and you were talking about trading spa- places trading places
0: oh yeah see I, I confused those ones you know right because yeah be, there's even a, a reference to the other movie so yeah you know. there
2: is. that's that's what that's what i was that's, that was my question because i'm like wait a minute dan ericwood wasn't coming to him no right he down.
0: was not uh yeah you're right well too much drinking you know. that's fine pete it's your vote
2: um you know, this one was another tough one for me. I, I liked Ghostbusters. I thought it was funny. But you know what? I mean, just the one scene in Coming to America where he takes that package of money and gives it to Don Amici, Amici and Ralph Bellamy, who are reprising in a cameo their characters from Trading Places, I just thought I, I just howled when, when I saw that scene. And everybody was looking at me like I was freaking crazy, because I don't <laughs> know that anybody else that I was in the theater with really got that reference. So... And I and I just thought it was a funnier movie overall, um, so I got to go with Coming to America.
4: A vote for Coming to America. Uh, uh, Coming to America. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Mike. Are you going to let your soul
1: go? Oh man, this is uh, this probably is the toughest uh, matchup we've got here, and I I love Coming to America, but Ghostbusters is is it's a a big franchise it's it's a definitive um but i've got a a, i've got a very strange one very specific memory with coming to america and it it's opening day was my first day at a job in a movie theater and before i went to work i got really baked nice and i was (laughs) i was warned specifically uh by my sister that this was really strong and be careful. And I thought, ah, you know, fuck her. She doesn't know anything. She's old. I can <laughs> handle it. So like three hours before I got high, I was still high when I went to work. They got It was a huge opening day. It got swamped. The whole place was crazy. And at the end of it, they were all like, wow, that was like an absolutely crazy day. And, and you were mellow the whole time. I don't know how you did it on your first day. And it was the Mm -hmm. whole time I was just paranoid I was going to get fired because I was high. And in fact, it saved my job. (laughs) So uh, I'm voting for coming to America.
4: Uh, And Mike is letting his soul glow and coming to America.
2: Can you see? We're coming to America.
4: (gasps) (gasps) That was nice timing, Chuck. Dude,
1: now I wanted to win so I could play that at the end.
4: We are on to our next fight. Tess, this one is yours. It is Ferris Bueller's Day Off versus Night Shift.
3: Oh, God. Oh, God. This one's even worse than the other ones for me. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is every, every high school kid's fantasy. They want to have that one day where they can do whatever the hell they want and totally get away with it. But... For anyone who's seen Night Shift, I know it's, it's not as, uh, as, you know, well known or as commercially successful. It was my first introduction to Michael Keaton. And he is so incredibly funny in that movie that even now, years and years later, I laugh my ass off every single time. Time I think about it. it. It's, you know, he's, he's laying in a drawer at the morgue, playing his little tape recorder to himself over and over again of Henry Winkler, Winkler telling him to shut up. And it just, I, I, I fall off the couch every time I watch it. Um, you know, the Ferris Buellers, I think, is going to end up being on the kind of best comedies of all time list. But I think that uh, for me, it's 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 definitely night shift.
0: A vote for night shift, Chuck. Uh, is night shift that movie with Eugene Levy and Meg Ryan and John Candy?
3: Where no. they're run? No, it's they're running the whorehouse out of the morgue.
0: Oh, okay, Michael yeah. Keaton and Henry Winkler. Yeah, I- I'm not as familiar with that. You know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is more iconic, iconic, iconic. Uh, save Ferris. I mean, come on, you got. Mm, oh oh! got to go with the uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
4: A uh, vote for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pete.
2: Um, this was this was really a tough one for me too. I I thought Ferris Bueller's Day Off was hysterical. Like I said, I saw it in a double feature with Back to School. I on a date. Um, it's got a lot of fond memories for me, but really, Night Shift also introduced me to michael keaton and henry winkler coming off a of happy Days, who i absolutely loved i'll save you a face plan into the ground um i gotta go with night shift i think it's a more underrated movie
0: hey you got charlie sheen on cocaine a vote for night shift and he's still on cocaine imagine that's that. that's right Just keeping it real <laughs> mike
1: I'm I'm really glad to see all this uh night shift love and uh, I am going to continue that uh, uh like everybody said for for that Michael Keaton Henry Winkler really at his at his best Shelley Long when I actually found her attractive um, great movie it's the scene where Michael Keaton breaks down the word prostitution mm-hmm. uh to yeah. the hookers <laughs> um and and they were they weren't uh, pimps. They were love brokers. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm voting for night shift.
3: For for uh, me, there's Chucky and Bill.
4: Uh, vote for night shift. Um, for me, it, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it's not. For, it's for one scene and one scene only. It's at the end of the movie. They're running the car in reverse, and. Uh, Not Ferris. What's his friend's name? I can't remember his friend's name.
3: Cameron. Cameron.
4: Cameron gets pissed off, and he starts kicking the car, and then the car comes off the blocks and then goes out the window and, like, crashes into the trees, and it keeps going when it hits the ground. I laughed for at least seven minutes just because of, of the look on Cameron's face of, this is it, my life is absolutely over, I'm done, I don't need to do anything else, oh well, and and that was so fucking funny to me, I I have to vote for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but unfortunately, Night Shift is moving on,
0: but don't forget that uh, Cameron was also the captain of Enterprise B,
4: yes he was, Harriman, Harriman,
0: yep, Captain Harriman,
4: (laughs) Chuck, this fight is yours! Uh, we've got Jared's pick on here. It's Raising Arizona versus Strange Brew.
0: Um, I gotta be honest, uh, who is it that directs uh, Raising Arizona again? The Coen, the Bro- Coen Brothers. Coen, Coen Brothers. I, I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of Raising Arizona. And even though the Coen Brothers have some great movies, I think they're kind of overhyped. Uh, Strange Brew is great. You know, you got uh, Rick Moranis, right? Am I right in that? Yeah, the the there's Canadians, all right? Strange Brew is a great movie. Got to go with that.
4: A uh, vote for Strange Brew, uh, Pete.
2: You know, this is uh, one of those matchups where um, I've seen both of them, these movies one time, and that was probably in the theater. So I haven't seen either one of these movies in like 30 years. Um, and I wasn't too, all too happy with Strange, Strange Brew. You know, I, I had the album take off and all that. And I thought they were kind of amusing on SCTV, but they were just never, never all that appealing to me. It's like, oh gee, a couple of alcoholics, I can get that at home. Um, <laughs> so I thought, and I thought Raising Arizona was, you know, just Nicolas Cage in early appearance when he was still fairly okay. I thought so. I got to go with raising Arizona on this one.
4: A vote for raising Arizona, Mike. Uh, I'm, you know, it's it's not just a couple of
1: alcoholics; it's a couple of Canadian alcoholics, and that makes all the difference. Um, I, I loved Bob and Doug McKenzie. I bought the album. I have the action figures. Um, I saw this movie uh, several times in the theater. Uh, just the the idea that it's even. Kind of uh, God, which which one of the it, Shakespeare? It's kind of an homage to uh, one of Shakespeare's. I can't remember what it is right now. Um, the Tempest? Was no, it, it wasn't the Tempest. Was it Macbeth? I don't remember either way. Um, Max von Sydow's in the movie. Uh, I I thought it was hilarious. So I'm going Strange Brew.
4: Mm a vote for strange brew um i personally the first time i ever saw strange brew was what was that last year i think it was two years ago we were at uh paul's house uh paul kowalski had a house party and it was on in the background with no sound and then eventually somebody turned on the sound it's the first time i'd ever seen the movie it's not funny to me I'm not saying it's not funny in general. I'm sure that if I was a kid and had seen it, it would have been a hilarious movie because there's a lot of physical comedy in the movie. But I just didn't like it at all. Uh, But I do like Raising Arizona. So I'm going to go with Raising Arizona. It is all tied up and coming down to you, Tess. All
3: right. For this one, I have similar complaints about both movies. But I also have a very kind of a similar assessment of both films. I laughed my ass off at both of them, but they each has a segment where it really drags, and it's not funny, and it loses coherence. Um, Strange Brew is where I learned the word hoser. Even growing up, like you know, thirty yards from Canada, I it was the first time I'd ever heard anyone use the word hoser. It was when I finally understood what back bacon was. But on repeat viewings, I really feel that Raising Arizona gets funnier. It gets more. It, it becomes more clever. The Cohens should have stuck to either really dark comedy or really, really ridiculous comedy. Um, I, I just don't have that kind of enjoyment of Raising Arizona or of Strange Brew now as I did when I saw it the first few times. So I'm, I'm going with the Coen's it's raising Arizona.
4: A uh, vote for raising Arizona. And we are moving on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is spinal tap versus Monty Python's the meaning of life.
2: <clears throat> well, I have to say, I have seen both these movies. One would hope. Um, and quite frankly, meaning of life was not in my opinion one of monty python's better films I, yeah. I thought it was good but i just thought there was also just too much grossness that just was not funny to me um so i gotta go with spinal tap
4: A vote for spinal tap
2: mike uh
1: monty python uh, meaning of life is um is my favorite monty python movie uh, I absolutely love it. I think it's, it's kind of crazy that we've got uh, two musicals uh, in this particular bracket. But uh, I, I, I'm sad that it's, it's up against Spinal Tap because Spinal Tap is probably my favorite comedy of all time. Uh, it's got great characters. It has really more quotable lines than, uh, than any other movie. Um, so uh, mine go to eleven. And so does
4: Spinal Tap. A <laughs> uh, vote for Spinal Tap. Uh, let's see. It go. It's meaning a li- lot. Which one is meaning of life? I can never remember. That's what
0: the scourge the insurance salesman sees. Oh, that's not the Jesus one. It's the one.
4: Crimson Permanent
3: Assurance.
0: Okay. You no, know,
2: the Jesus one was, uh, um,
0: Life of was, Brian. Uh, Brian. Brian. Life
3: of
1: Brian. Every, every sperm one. is sacred. Every sperm is, sacred. Uh, I was yeah, that, that guy that, that
4: explodes. Oh, okay. Mr. Creosote. That's fine. I don't need any more because it is the weakest of the Monty Python movies. It, it's got to be Spinal Tap. <laughs> Tess? Uh, even
3: though every sperm is sacred, Mr. Creosote does not go to 11. Um, I. I really do feel that of the film entries, while and something completely different is really more of just Flying Circus kind of rehashed, um, I enjoyed The Meaning of Life the least of the Monty Python films. Uh, but Spinal Tap invented the mockumentary, and it, it's, it spawned later films that are amongst my all-time Top comedies. I mean, look at like, look at Best in Show. Um, I I I gotta go with Spinal Tap on this one.
4: A vote for Spinal Tap. Is it a clean sweep, Chuck?
0: Hmm. Um. Probably. Also, uh, just a nerd nitpick is uh, the Ruddles was probably the first uh, mockumentary. But um, Monty Python's Meaning of Life is great. But I have to say, when I think of eighties comedies that's one of the last movies I would associate with eighties comedies. It's kind of like a, a continuation of what my Monty Python was doing, uh, throughout the seventies. Um, it's a great movie. Every sperm is sacred. You know, the Catholic woman just kind of like giving birth to a baby while washing dishes, almost barely noticing it. It's hilarious. Um, great movie, but, um, spinal tap, um, as Tess pointed out, uh, Really, kind of establish like the mockumentary is kind of like a, a, a viable format. I actually saw Spinal Tap live in the late, uh, the early '90s. They did a couple of shows with Metallica and whatnot, and I actually saw them live. Um, I even actually met who's the guy, the actor who plays the lead singer in Spinal Tap. Um, I actually met him at, at exactly. Yes. I actually met him at a a movie theater watching a Zatoichi movie. He was sitting right in front of me, and I ended up talking to him right before the movie. Uh, So, yeah, I just love Spinal Tap so much. Big bottoms. Tap.
4: A vote for Spinal Tap, and Spinal Tap wins in a clean sweep. What? See, we're talking about mockumentaries, and I'm going to stop for a second. Uh, What's the Albert Brooks one where he follows the family around for a while?
0: Oh, is that the Middle Eastern one?
4: No, no, no. It's it's recent. Oh, not recent. It's in like the eighties. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I don't know. It's the first reality TV show, apparently. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Airplane versus Better Off Dead.
1: Airplane, uh, Airplane is a true classic. But uh, I don't know. I guess with with a lot of these, I'm going with. With, uh, my heart going with the one that, uh, that just kind of got me most when I was younger and, and, uh, Better Off Dead was that introduction to John Cusack. Uh, it was that it was a strange story, funny story. Um, God, what's the guy that played Booger? Curtis Armstrong, the first time we ever saw him. Uh, I, I was an artist like he was an artist, uh, even though I, I do think I prefer personally One Crazy Summer uh which was not directly a sequel but close enough um but yeah the uh, the the savage Steve Holland uh John Cusack movies uh, I'll always love them and uh, even though I think it's probably not going to win I'm going to vote for Better Off Dead
4: A vote for Better Off Dead um let's see does anybody on the plane speak Jive? <laughs> I, I uh, the shit hit the fan I mean, it's nothing but stupid jokes. And they are stupid, but they're great. I love them a lot. And Airplane is still funny to this day to me. Not that I don't love Better Off Dead. I love most Cusack movies, but I'm going to go with Airplane. Uh, Tess?
3: This is the exact reverse of the Ferris Bueller Day Off night shift for uh, issue for me. Because... In that case, I had to go the one with the one that was less appreciated and less well known. And this time around, as much as I love Better Off Dead, I have to go with Airplane. Timmy, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Timmy, do you like gladiator movies? He definitely picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue and the wrong day to stop taking methamphetamines. I mean, that, I, I cannot handle that movie. I, it's, it is so eminently quotable and ridiculous. I love good old disaster movies, and any comedy that lampoons disaster movies perfectly, I was gonna just—it was gonna be meant for me. So, absolutely, Airplane.
0: Uh, vote for Airplane, Chuck. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, to my mind, it's no contest. Airplane. When I first saw Airplane, when I was younger, it was almost like a religious experience. I was just like laughing continuously throughout the whole movie. And the strength of the humor is mostly uh, from its whole play on words. You know, like, there's an important message on the radio for you. What is it? Well, it's a small black box with knobs and things like that. Or pour all the lights we have on that strip, and you see, like, a dump truck dump a whole bunch of lamps onto the actual strip. It's just hilarious. Um, kind of like an early establishment of, like, Leslie Nielsen's deadpan, sarcastic acting, which would be done to death. Um and, uh, I, I forget the name of the guys that did it, but even the, the sh- very short-lived six-episode police squad is also equally genius, so I gotta go with airplane. Uh, vote for airplane, Pete.
2: Cut me some slack, Jack. Chump don't want no help, Chump, chump don't get to help. I gotta go with airplane. Just seeing Barbara Billingsley in that, uh, in that role as the Jive Lady. Yeah. Made me die. airplane.
4: A vote for airplane. Uh, that's the Zucker Brothers, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think it's a Zucker Brother. Uh, but airplane moves on, and we're on to our next fight. It is Short Circuit versus the Blues Brothers. And um, I like Short Circuit too. I don't like Blues Brothers 2000. I am voting against Blues Brothers 2000, Blues Brothers just for spite. <laughs> that's, that's it. I never really cared. Blues Brothers is a road comedy that I never really cared about. Never cared. I don't like the music. Uh, Belushi, I, I, I can love, I can li- I can, uh, I really just don't like it. Aykroyd, eh, I don't like Blues Brothers. I like Short Circuit and Johnny Five. He's alive. I know, I'm the lone vote on that, too, so I don't even care. Tess?
3: I'm trying to figure out what the hell that noise is. Um, but, yeah, yeah, movies. Um, Illinois Nazis, they're the worst. And, you know, new Buicks are in. Uh, I I really... Blues Brothers is one of my favorite movies, regardless of genre, regardless of era. Uh, Belushi is... Unbelievable! Dan Aykroyd still playing an incredible straight man. You know, Short Circuit was cute. Yeah, it has Steve Gutenberg, but it does not have the unbelievable tra- like series of cameos. It, it, you can't, especially if you are a a music a true music fan. If you know anything about blues, the they got people to be in that movie who you never see in anything else i i gotta go with blues brothers
0: A uh, vote for blues brothers uh chuck all right well com- correct me if i'm wrong but short circuit is essentially a racist movie you essentially have a white guy wearing blackface to play an indian guy in short circuit yep yes and, and even though it's an entertaining movie um One of the main reasons I really love Blues Brothers is, um, first of all, it got me really into soul music when I was younger, you know, just listening to them playing Sam and Dave and all that other stuff, and, uh, John Belusi butchering Soul Man. Uh, but, um, when I worked at, I worked at a Borders Books for five years, and they had a DVD player, and they only had a couple of DVDs in the break room, which was My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Season One of Desperate Housewives, and the Blues Brothers. So I've seen Blues Brothers at least, like, 30 times, okay? And it's a great fucking movie. And the last, the end scene, the whole chase scene, is, was one of the biggest film chase scenes ever. The jokes are great. And also the main reason why Blues Brothers must move on is because the Godfather of Soul was in the movie, James Brown. Good God. I'll vote
4: for Blues Brothers. Uh, Pete
2: okay um i like short circuit but i really got to go with the blues brothers i mean you had the best backup band that anybody could ever want in that movie i had the soundtrack on vinyl i had it on cassette i have it on cd the blues brothers for sure
4: another vote for blues brothers mike blues brothers yeah i knew that was gonna happen And I just realized we're at our last fight, and we have no Police Academy on here. I forgot all about Police Academy. But that's all right. Last fight of the first round. Tess, this one is yours. It is Fast Times at Ridgemont High versus Beetlejuice.
3: Oh, man. Beetlejuice is another incredible Keaton performance. It is... A hilarious dark comedy. It's absurd, but it does not hold a candle to Fast Times at Richmond High, which I think may be the funniest teen comedy of all time. Um, Sean Penn as Jeff Spicoli is just... I, I will never, ever, ever forget Spicoli. So, Fast Times.
4: Uh, vote for Fast Times and reach my High. Yeah, you know, that date rape scene, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Chuck?
0: Um, yeah, you know, I, I hate to say it, but to be honest, I was never a big Fast Times fan. Uh, I think it was just because I didn't really watch it when it was popular at the time. I didn't see it until a few years ago. And, you know, it has the famous scene, you know, with the Cars song, and, you know, it's got Spicoli... <laughs> Um, and I will say that if you compare Beetlejuice to Fast Times, Fast Times is more like a flat out comedy movie, but I just got to throw it to Beetlejuice because it's when Tim Burton didn't suck. He was actually doing cool stuff. there's you know, early Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis who do a great performance, early Winona Ryder before she's shoplifting things, great performance. You got the, um principal from uh ferris bueller in it uh all around it's just a really great movie It's just like burton at his uh uh i can't say his peak but it's pretty much classic burton and i just really love that movie so i gotta go with beetlejuice oh vote for beetlejuice
2: pete you know i remember seeing beetlejuice and i absolutely loved it you know phoebe not uh, winota rider rather and uh there's all this craziness going on, and it was just, like, really cool. But I got two words. Phoebe Cates. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh,
4: vote for Fast Times. Mike. Dude. Gnarly. Fast Times. A uh, Vote for Fast Times. Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was an amazing film if you were old enough to see it. When it came out around that five year period uh, If you weren't Lots of the references Lots of that movie gets lost on you Just just by virtue of Oh I, oh, That was the 80s That was the mid 80s And that was the way things are That's kind of like if you were to go back now And watch American Pie it, it just, Some of the references just aren't there You don't get it completely Because it's a completely different world um, Beetlejuice though You can watch a 100 times Uh, and I have, and I do love that movie, and I am voting for it now, but unfortunately, at least for me, Fast Times at Richmond High is moving on to the next round. And, that's it for this round, uh, we'll be back after these short, well, or this short message, Hmm.
1: Mrs. Dade hosts a Megapodzilla, the podcast equivalent to a 100-foot radioactive robot lizard, but with horn-rimmed glasses and a pocket protector. <laughs> That's nerdy. We're on the rampage, playing Waste to the Geek Landscape. We'll talk movies, TV, comics, toys, video games. And sometimes we talk turkey. do you mean chicken? Ha <laughs> ha! That's right! So check us out at Megapodzilla.com. We're
4: also available on iTunes and the Zoom Marketplace. Aw, yeah. All right. Ready? Yep. And Ready. You motherfucker. I knew you were ready. You were there. God damn it, asshole. We're back. Yeah, you're keeping all that in there, too. Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Doing what we normally do every week. It's called Geek Cred. Uh, we're going to start with you, Tess. What's your Geek Cred?
3: Well, let's see. I have worked at the Michigan Renaissance Festival for the last 15 years. I am really involved in the local steampunk scene. Uh, I've been a, a, a geek and a gamer for as long as I can remember, and I have boobs, so that's extra-automatic geek points.
0: All right. Chuck? Um... Hmm, I'll, I'll try to give some different information because I've done a few geek creds. Uh, I'm a former teacher uh, looking for an IT job currently. Um, I have a lot of different geek related interests right now. Um, I've been re watching Lost, huge Lost fan. Um, uh, I've been trying to get every issue of Heavy Metal Magazine, which I'm about to complete my collection. Um so I uh, you know, I'm a huge comic book nerd, sci fi nerd, um music nerd. Uh I'm even a member of the Gilbert and Sullivan uh opera company uh near where I live. Uh we're doing a presentation of uh HMS Pinafore this weekend. Um you know, it doesn't get much cooler than that, so that's some of my geek cred. <laughs> ah,
4: how'd you like to follow that there, Pete? <laughs>
2: Well, you know, as I've uh, mentioned on here before, I'm a third-generation geek. Uh, I collect uh, comic books, action figures, uh, original art, um, love movies, sci-fi, a um, bunch of other stuff, but that's all I'll mention for now.
4: That's all you will mention. All right, that's it. That's geek cred. Let's jump right back in. Chuck, this is yours. It is Revenge of the Nerds versus Vacation.
0: Oof. Uh, this is rough. Um, I really like Revenge of the Nerds. It was so good it spawned, what was it, four sequels or three sequels? Um, but same thing with uh, you know National Lampoon's uh, multiple vacation movies. And the main reason why I'm going for uh, vacation is Chevy Chase. I mean, Chevy Chase slash Dan Aykroyd comedy movies are almost like a genre in and of themselves uh, in the 80s. And say what you will about how Chevy Chase could have done more cutting-edge things and kind of sold out. Um, he's just fucking awesome. Vacation.
4: Uh, vote for Vacation. Pete?
2: You know, I went against it in the first round, but I really got to kind of go got to go with Vacation on the second round. Um, there was just too many great things, and I just don't think Revenge of the Nerds uh, has held up as well as that movie has.
4: Another vote for Vacation, Mike.
1: You know, I, I liked I really liked the movie Vacation a lot. I thought it was a solid movie. I was not a big Chevy Chase fan uh, before that. And uh, you know it, it was a it was a good movie. I don't think it held up to uh, Meatballs or Animal House until the grandmother died, and the movie was very very much darker than it I thought it was going to be. And then you know there's a, there's kind of a hostage situation, and it really it went places that I was not expecting from what seemed like just kind of a Fun family movie. Um, so uh, vacation.
4: A vote for vacation. You are absolutely right, Mike. I forget. Uh, you you watch that movie and you remember that movie fondly, and you remember moments, but you forget how it spirals down, and it doesn't get any better than at least for the Griswolds than the beginning of the movie. Like and they are on a, a, a steady decline of bad shit happening to them the whole time. Uh And it's got Holiday Road. So I'm going to vote for Vacation. And Tess, is it a clean sweep? It absolutely is. All right, Vacation moving on, on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Back to School versus Spaceballs.
2: Um, well, as I said in the first round, you know, Ronnie Dangerfield was okay, but he wasn't one of my favorites, whereas... Spaceballs. I just love the spoof they did of uh Alien in there, so I gotta go with Spaceballs.
4: Yes. A vote for Spaceballs. Mike Uh you know, I, I think Spaceballs
1: was one of uh, Mel Brooks' weaker movies. Um yeah, I was glad to see that it was a, a sci fi movie, but um I don't know. I think that some of the jokes were, were sort of easy and sort of cheap and was not even the, the cleverest of the sci-fi movie uh, parodies. So, um, I uh, yeah, I'm not going to vote for it.
4: <laughs> A vote for Back to School. Um, let's see. Uh, what is it? Lord Helmet? Isn't that his name? Yep. Dark Helmet. Dark Helmet. Thank you uh jam the sensors and they just throw jam at it and then the part where they're watching the videotape of what's going on right now <laughs> right so this is happening right now. No, yeah. Oh God, I love that so much. I when gotta vo- them be now? Yes. <laughs> I gotta vote for space. <laughs> uh, comb the desert and they just have a big fucking comb and then the black guys are holding the pick. Come on. Uh Tess There
3: are so many while I, I don't feel that it is Mel Brooks's best film, um, there are so many great geek jokes. There are so many great references to other films that you don't think about. Um, but it it all comes down to this. Merchandising. Got to go with uh, Spaceballs.
0: Spaceballs to flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> uh Chuck. Um this is a really rough one cuz like I said uh back to school I love Ronnie Dangerfield I love that movie I love the whole scene with Sam Kinnison telling everyone how he was knee down in rice patties while you were sitting at home smoking your pot listening to your Beatles albums uh but um I just got to go with Spaceball it's just cuz first of all it the Star Wars connection I got to go super nerd there and um I think it was Pete pointing out the genius uh alien Reference with John Hurt. Oh no, not again! You know, and uh, the merchandising, everything. You know, Spaceballs the toilet uh, papers. Spaceballs the placemat. Spaceballs the dog. Uh, gotta go with Spaceballs. Oh, vote for Spaceballs,
4: and Spaceballs moves on. And Mike, you got what you wanted. It's Bill and Ted versus Back to the Future.
1: Yeah. Uh, this this is so so tough. Um, and I, I, I go back and forth on it. Um, there are three Back to the Futures, only two Bill and Ted's. But the third Back to the Future wasn't that good. Sucked. Uh, but there's Biff Cannon, and then there's also George Carlin, Um but I think I, I still just have more of a soft spot for Back to the Future. Um, you know, it, it's really clever. It, it doesn't get the time travel as correct, I think, as Bill and Ted. But, uh, I think it's Michael J. Fox. Uh, I've, I've always been a big fan and he's just incredibly likable and, uh, and Christopher Lloyd is amazing. So, Back to the Future.
4: Oh, vote for Back to the Future. Dude, you really did steal your dad's keys. Awesome! And I just did the air guitar. I know you can't see me, but I did the air guitar. That shit's so fucking awesome. Uh, I I love Back to the Future. I can watch Back to the Future anytime, but I can also watch Bill and Ted at any time. And I'm I'm gonna vote with Bill and Ted right now. Uh, if you If you were to come to me tomorrow, I might go Back to the Future. But today, right now, it's Bill and Ted for me. Tess.
3: This is a tough one for me, also, because I love them both for their own reasons, but if I have to choose between them i I gotta go with george Carlin uh George Carlin playing the straight man, not really being funny uh and still somehow being uproariously funny uh, you remember when I asked your when you asked your stepmom to the prom, you know all those kinds of. The little things, I, I, I still love Bill and Ted. And the Back to the Future, you know, it's got Crispin Glover, it's got, you know, some really great stuff, but Bill and Ted is my, is my preference of the two.
0: Uh, vote for Bill and Ted. Chuck. Uh, even though I both like these movies a lot, I just don't think you can touch back to the future. It's just so much better. And to be honest, I just don't really buy into the whole premise that like an 80s hair metal band named Wild Stallion is like the crux of like a pseudo communist utopian future. Uh, I just think that's completely absurd. Um, whereas it kind of makes sense that, you know, even though it's also kind of completely absurd to and back to the future that like some dude goes back in time and sees his family and stuff like that but like for like a hair metal bands would be like the crux of like western civilization and anarchy in the future is completely absurd I love George Carlin but I mean you can't fucking touch back to the future even if that was the only movie they didn't make two or three it's better than both Bill and Ted got to go with back to the future a vote for back to the future
4: and oddly enough that is actually the current plot for Bill & Ted 3, is they didn't actually change the world. Oops. <laughs> Uh-oh. How do we get to that world that we were supposed to make? But yeah, it's, they got a crystal skull, too. Uh, I hope not. Uh, it is all tied up and coming down
0: to you there, Pete. Uh,
2: okay, but a flying DeLorean makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah, well, it's more scientifically possible than uh, hair and metal saving the world.
2: Okay, I'll grant you that. Um, I got to go with... Uh, like I said, you know Bill and Ted, the first movie. I actually that was one where I actually saw the second movie first, and then I went back and watched the first movie, um, which I don't know. I probably liked the second one better because of that, because it seemed like the first movie, even though it really wasn't. Um, but Back to the Future, I I just like so many of the little things they add into it, like when they go back to the past, and and there's all these little nods to you know. Back then, and so I just thought they did so good with that movie in getting things just so perfect. I gotta go with Back to the Future.
4: I'll vote for Back to the Future, and God gave rock and roll to you. Well, you know,
3: Chuck, they're going to kick you out of New Jersey for saying that air metal will not save
0: the universe. I'm sorry. That hurt so bad. Yeah, well, you know, New Jersey's just one big clusterfuck. You know, we don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so long as you don't plow into my car or die of, you know, uh, radon, you're all right. <laughs> Back to the future, moving on. On to our
4: next fight. Uh This one is a doozy for me. It's a fish called Wanda versus Stripes. Um... I really do like Stripes. I like it a lot, but A Fish Called Wanda is a movie that I can watch with my mom and both of us laugh. And that doesn't happen very often. So I'm going to go with A Fish Called Wanda. Tess.
3: Wow, this one really sucks for me. Um, I love A Fish Called Wanda. And that was my real introduction to Kevin Klein being funny. Um but stripes just I remember watching that when I was you know, in grade school still, watching it with my dad and him getting the military jokes and being able to just laugh my head off at how ridiculous they are though. So I gotta go with stripes.
4: Uh vote for stripes, Chuck. Stripes. <laughs> that was easy. Uh Pete.
2: Um, well, you know, a fish called Wanda grossed me out at one point and Stripes never did, so I got to go with Stripes.
4: Another vote for Stripes and Mike. One more for Stripes. Fuck you guys. <laughs> and Stripes takes the win. We're on to our next fight. Tess, this one is yours. It is Big versus Coming to America.
3: This one's real easy. Um, like I said before, even though I like Big, Better than Porky's. I really don't think it's that funny. Uh, Coming to America, however, fucking hilarious. Coming to America.
4: I'll vote for Coming to America.
0: Chuck? Yeah, I gotta agree with Tess, even though I have a lot of great childhood memories associated with Big. Coming to America is one of those great American movies that likes to play on the fact that we have a lot of racists in our country and was able to make a great entertaining movie out of it, and plus, it was before Eddie Murphy decided to go completely insane and, you know, uh, transpose his brain to Pluto, Nash, and be completely shitty. Uh, there was a time where Eddie Murphy was just absolutely genius, and uh, this is one of those movies, I gotta go for it.
4: Coming to America. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's the goddamn tipping point, is coming to America. Uh, Pete? Um yeah this
2: was i mean I had to think about this one a little bit, but um I, I think ultimately it comes down to the fact that big is uh it's not as funny it's more it's more of a poignant movie to me um whereas coming to America was just absolutely hysterical, and since this is best eighties comedy, I gotta go with coming to America, even uh, though I think that big is actually a better
4: movie <laughs> uh, vote for coming to America, Mike.
1: Uh yeah, I I, I agree. Um Big may be a better movie in terms of what it's trying to to say or communicate and it's touching and it's sweet and all that, but Coming to America is just fucking funny. And it really is uh an amazing uh amazing performance by Eddie Murphy in multiple roles under different makeup and he's not really playing Eddie Murphy. He's not playing that that same character that, that he usually played. This was really the first time, um, I can remember that, uh, that he really gave a real, uh, comedic performance. Actually, what, three or four real comedic performances? Um, eventually that would go on to ruin him, I think. Uh, but yes, much of, even though it's a great movie, much of, of what wrong, what went wrong with Eddie Murphy began here, but at this time it was gold.
4: Uh, vote for Coming to America and, and yeah, because I think the follow-up, I think the movie two movies down the line after this is Vampire in Brooklyn, which is the craziest of his movies, but um, I'm going to vote for Coming to America as well making a clean sweep for Jerry Carl Juice Stains on the Couch. That shit is funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, this fight is yours. It is Night Shift versus Raising Arizona. <sighs>
0: i got to be honest, I'm kind of lukewarm about both of these movies. Um, And as I mentioned earlier, even though the Coen brothers have made some good movies, even one of my favorite movies, The Big Lebowski, uh, I feel like they're overrated. You know, case in point, uh, Lady Killers and the Catherine Zeta-Jones, George Clooney movie. Uh, And even their recent movies, um, No Country for Old Men and whatever the hell else they came out with was like, all right. I just feel like they're completely overrated, overhyped, so just out of sheer spite, I'm going to vote for the non-Coen Brothers movie Night Shift. Oh vote for Night Shift. Pete?
2: Didn't uh, the Coen Brothers also do Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?
0: Yeah, yeah. they did. That was yeah. a good movie. Yeah, yeah I thought
2: that movie was yeah. fantastic. But they still pissed me was off. That probably fuck them. their best movie. Um, but that being said, I have to go with uh, what I thought was the funnier of the two movies, and that would definitely be Night Shift.
1: Uh, vote for Night Shift Mike you know all these years I thought I was the only person who liked, the, liked this movie but uh, I'm voting for Night Shift and I have added it to my
2: Netflix queue yeah you don't have that one on DVD
1: no I never bought it I don't buy very many comedies Don't worry.
4: um let's see fuck Night Shift fuck it in its ass it beat Ferris Bueller's day off so fuck you Night Shift I will vote for Raising Arizona just for that And Tess.
3: Yeah, this is another one where it just sucks to be me to have to choose because it's choosing between two of my favorite comedies. But really, when it comes down to it, Night Shift is funnier. It's much funnier. It's demented and crazy and, you know, it it just... I laugh every single time. Occasionally with Raising Arizona, I'm like, okay, I'm not enjoying this as much. So, Night Shift
2: it is. Uh, and no long lag in it where nothing happens.
4: <laughs> and Night Shift is moving on uh, onto our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is a difficult fight. It is Spinal Tap versus Airplane.
2: Oh, no contest for me. I have to go with Airplane as the funnier one.
4: Uh, vote for Airplane Mike. Um, I, uh,
1: I think the problem was that there was a Stonehenge monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. Um, two great movies, but Spinal Tap, Airplane, it's, it's shtick, and, uh, yeah, like like you said, it was basically just uh, the same kind of stuff that you would get in, in Police Squad. Great, funny stuff, but it's it's not as clever and as smart and as subtle as Spinal Tap. I mean, Spinal Tap uh, unfortunately is very, very real and very true. And if you're a fan of of heavy metal and hard rock You know that a lot of that uh, Was just an exaggerated And sometimes only slightly exaggerated Version of uh, of How a band like that really Breaks down um, Like I said, favorite comedy of all time uh, One of the few comedies I own on DVD uh, Absolutely love it I've
4: Seen them live, Spinal Tap uh, Vote for Spinal Tap And you know Mike, you've, you've truly swayed me I'm going to vote for Airplane uh, Tess
3: um, this is another one that I just, oh, I hate to think about having to choose between them. But ultimately for me, I think that Airplane's funnier. As much as I love Spinal Tap, um, it gets a little heavy handed for me. Uh, I, I gotta go with Airplane.
4: Uh, vote for Airplane and Chuck.
0: Hmm. This is a tough one. Mm. Pretty much two of my favorite movies: Spinal Tap and Aeroplane. Oh man, I really love the whole style of Aeroplane. Like they're faking you out, kind of like early Simpson style. Like expecting to say this. There's a lot of play on words. I really like it. Having said that, I'm gonna have to go with Spinal Tap, just because I think it's just. Um, If you think about it in terms of like the 80s, it's just like such a great uh, movie making fun of like, you know, like the bands. And like I said, just me having gone to fucking Spinal Tap concerts, meeting the guys, you know, the actors that were in the faux band. And I love Airplane and I really don't want to vote against it. But I'm going Spinal Tap goes to 11. None more black.
4: All right. God damn you guys. I'm changing my vote. Uh where Airplane is a good movie or was a good movie you can really only take it in small doses and it's very rare that you will sit down and watch the whole movie from beginning to end Spinal Tap is still a movie today that you can sit down and watch from beginning to end and it's still funny Uh Airplane you really do have to choose your moments so Amen. I- I'm switching my vote to Spinal Tap uh, because I am an asshole and Spinal Tap is moving on On to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Blues Brothers versus Fast Times.
1: Oh, this is is really, really rough. Um, And I I love Fast Times. I think it is a a much more definitive 80s movie, a much more definitive 80s comedy. Um, But... I, I just love the Blues Brothers. I love the music. Um, I like the idea that the you know one fake band will go up against another fake band in the next round, Uh, both made up of Saturday Night Live alums. That's kind of interesting. Um, and and yeah, Fast Times. Part of what made it a great movie was how it really rang very real and very dark in a lot of a lot of places. And uh, you know, Phoebe Kate's tits were great and. And certainly, that was the first time I ever saw a dude beating off on screen. But um, <laughs> but while it was funny, it was also uh, kind of poignant and meaningful and real. And Blues Brothers, that was just that was just damn funny. So Blues Brothers,
4: uh, vote for Blues Brothers. I said it before; I'll say it again. That date rape scene was hilarious. She's crying in the dugout and he's just forcing himself on her. Ha 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 ha. I don't like Blues Brothers, but I'm still going to vote for it. Blues Brothers. <laughs> uh, Tess.
3: Um, when it comes down to it from between these two for me, uh, Blues Brothers is a better movie. And I think for me it gets more laughs and it's got the, the, in- Incredible guest stars. I mean, the, the, the cameos, the, the, the people you wouldn't expect to be in the, I mean, it's got James Brown, it's got Aretha Franklin, it's got Ray Charles, it's got, I mean, it's got everybody. Um Fast Times at Richmond High, still so, so perfect for the era. It is still so funny, but it's just not as good as Blues Brothers. So, Blues Brothers.
0: I'll vote for Blues Brothers. Chuck. Yeah, I hear someone Googling in the background. You know, too important for us. <laughs> Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, gotta go for the Blues Brothers. I mean, come on. You uh, got the motherfucking soul brother number one, the godfather of soul, the man who brought you the payback. Mama's got a brand new bed. <laughs> you know, so on and so And, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. We got both kinds of music. Country and
3: And radio. western.
0: Yeah, yeah, with the good old Blues Brothers boys.
4: Blues Brothers. Uh, vote for Blues Brothers. Pete, is it a clean sweep?
2: Two condoms, one soiled. I just thought that was hysterical when he was getting out of prison. Yes, it's a clean sweep. Blues Brothers all the way.
4: Uh, vote for Blues Brothers. Getting out of prison, you picked me up in a police car? <laughs> uh, Blues Brothers moves on, and
1: we are on to our... You know, it, it's interesting how many of these are set in our live people.
0: Yep,
4: five out of the great eight.
0: Original SNL.
4: Uh, well, five. Well, so, almost all of them
0: are original. Yeah, well, coming. You know, they're gonna You hear SNL's going to be canceled soon. Really? Yeah, they're going to cancel it.
4: yeah? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they should cancel it and then bring it back with a great ensemble cast. You mean like they do every couple of years? But anyway... Yeah, they should do. In, uh, in this case, the, the cast is actually going to be a good ensemble instead of shit. Uh,
1: they should just do the TGS show.
0: Yeah,
4: they should. But we're at the Final Four, at least for the first spot in the Final Four.
0: Yeah, I've seen it, Star Wars 500 times.
4: <laughs> it is vacation versus space balls. Um we are space balls? Watch out. My vote goes to vacation, though, because I did forget how much, how, how it just started out with Eugene Levy at the beginning at the car dealership. It's like, oh, sorry, we've already uh, scrapped your car. Uh, you're going to have to, well, you can use this one or you can use the loaner. I, I love that. Uh, so, vacation. Tess?
3: Oh, I hate this. Um, I think it's it's a great performance by Chevy Chase. It's a, it's a great introduction to Anthony Michael Hall. It's Churn Candy. It's Dead grandmas and Piss Sandwiches and Naked Christy Brink. I mean, it's, it's all of these things, but it doesn't, it doesn't grab the geek in me the same way that Spaceballs does. So I'm, I'm going with Mel Brooks at Spaceballs.
0: A vote for Spaceballs, Chuck. Nothing works, even in the future. Ah, oh, Spaceballs! There goes the planet. Spaceballs. Another vote for
4: Spaceballs, Pete.
2: Well, I think I said it previously, but I was not thrilled with Spaceballs. I thought it was there was some good stuff in it, but I have go to say, go back to Russia. <laughs> I don't think it was one of Mel Brooks' strongest movies. Um I don't think it was his worst. I think that he he made worse movies by, by far, but uh I think Vacation for me was a funnier movie.
4: A vote for Vacation. It is all tied up. And coming down to you Mike,
1: it is totally uh Vacation. Uh Randy Quaid alone uh is hilarious. Uh, add to that, um, you know Spaceballs is a movie of great moments, but you know, overall, it's like all Mel Brooks movies. It's just kind of a series of gags. Whereas Vacation, not only is it a great movie, it spawned European Vacation, it spawned Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation. Uh, it, it became its own franchise with new kids every time. So. Oh,
0: by the way, you ever hear about the Spaceballs animated TV show with Mel Brooks voicing it? It sucks.
2: I never heard of that.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, I came across it as a torrent. It it's awesomely place. bad. Yeah. No, it, it, it just sucks. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just like Mel Brooks, you know, like if you feel like someone just kind of gave him some medication to get out of his geriatric state and they just kind of like mumbled some weird shit and I'm telling you, man, if you look, if you just download it, you're going to start crying and want to commit suicide, suicide if you, you watch baseball the baseball <laughs> 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 Well, then don't do that. <laughs> no, stay away.
4: And uh, Vacation is in the final four. And uh, my, they're, 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 they're in talks for a fourth, wait, fifth Vacation movie where Chevy Chase plays the grandpa. Hey, but, I'd see it. Oh, of course, it's a Vacation movie. The so guys who
3: did Community came up with it then. Yep.
4: That would be good. Uh Tess, this fight is yours. Next spot in the Final Four. It is Back to the Future versus Stripes.
3: Oh man, this gets shittier and shittier every time we do this. Um, Back to the Future is a great funny movie. It's 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 Christopher Lloyd, it's Michael J. Fox, it's Crispin Glover. Mm. Um, it's got all this great stuff, but I just don't think it's As funny as stripes. Stripes is just hysterical. Now I'm I'm going with stripes.
0: Uh vote for stripes, Chuck. Blasphemy. You gotta go with the fucking Ghostbusters, man. I'm telling you. I'm uh right here living the dream, hanging out in my parents' basement, and right in the other room, I still have the Proton uh pack inbox. Ghostbusters back to the future. Oh shit.
3: Let's <laughs> nice try Oops. that. All
0: right, well. <laughs> damn it. I stop drinking. All right. Back to the future. Even even then, still no contest. Back to the future, you got fucking Christopher Lloyd. You got Shake's McGee, Michael J. Fox, you know. You just can't touch it. Back to the future.
4: <laughs> I can't believe you just said that shit. Shake's McGee of over <laughs> back to the future. Pete.
2: Okay, we're on Back to the Future versus Stripes.
1: Yes. Uh, Or you can vote for Ghostbusters if you want. (laughs)
0: Yeah, something strange.
2: Um, I vote for for Tyler Durden. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Wow, Can't hear you, Pete. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm still thinking about this. Uh, Talk into
4: your microphone. I
2: gotta go with Stripes on this one.
4: Uh, vote for Stripes. Mike mm.
1: um, as much as I'd like to vote for Ghostbusters, uh I will vote for Bill Murray anyway because <laughs> Stripes Stripes was really the beginning of of the Bill Murray character because in, in Meatballs and uh in Caddyshack uh those were those are the prototypes. You know, one was dumb and then he was kinda slick, but you know, the real Bill Murray, the guy that you saw in Scrooge and Groundhog Day and in so many other places, that that was really born in stripes. And, yeah, you've got John Candy in it. You've got a, a heavily armed RV in it. You've got lots and lots and lots of nudity in it. Um, yeah, stripes all the
4: way. Oh man! Uh, vote for Stripes. Uh I'm going to vote for Shakes McGee himself and Back to the Future, just because Chuck said Shakes McGee and wanted to vote for Ghostbusters, but because he's drunk.
0: But yeah. Stripes is moving on into the final four. Uh, by the way, uh Damon, I just want to point out that uh speaking of Shakes McGee, he's going to be the uh, in the upcoming Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, uh, season, and there's going to be a whole. Uh, continuing joke about how Larry David thinks that he's using his Parkinson's to get away with like treating people rudely.
4: Oh, yay!
0: Yeah, it, it's gonna be awesome. Uh,
4: hopefully, uh, well, Chuck, this fight is yours here. It is coming to America versus night shift.
0: Oh, gee. No contest coming to America, man. I mean you got fucking uh the voice of Darth Vader in the movie, you know. You got whoop, 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 whoop. Arsenio Hull. I mean Please no don't contest. ever do that again. Oh yeah. Well <laughs> that's what I do when I wake up every morning. Oh God.
4: <laughs> vote for coming to America, Pete.
0: You know,
2: as funny as I thought coming to America was
4: you're not going to I vote still have it.
2: to. I I still have to go with night shift.
4: Fuck you and night shift, Mike.
1: Um, you know, in, in many ways, this is really. I mean, coming to America is uh, is like Chuck said, Darth Vader and Gumby <laughs> versus Batman and the Fonz. Um, and yeah. and I think in a physical fight, it, it goes to Batman because. You know, he's Batman, and he he always wins. But uh, Coming to America was funnier, so Coming to America.
4: A vote for Coming to America. Um, I'm going to change up. I voted against Night Shift in every round, but I'm going to vote for Night Shift here. No, I am not. Come on. Really? Really. The royal penis is clean, Your Highness. That shit was awesome, because there's a good... Minute and a half, where he's just sitting there in the water, and he's got his head back, and you don't know what the fuck is going on. And this beautiful, well, actually, I believe it was two beautiful women, topless, rise up out of the water and say, The royal penis is clean, your highness. damn I love that movie. Because,
2: was it two or three?
4: It doesn't matter. I love <laughs> it.
2: <laughs>
4: Anything more than one is great. Coming to America. Tess? Yeah, we'll-
3: even though it may not make any difference, I am going to vote for Night Shift. If for no other reason that... I mean, I've said it before how much I love this movie. However, if for no other reason, then it's just because Chuck decided he had to do the Arsenio Hall noise. And seriously, <laughs> if that's what you do when you get up in the morning, I worry yeah. about your love life, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and coming to America moves on into the final four. and For the last spot in the final four, Pete, this is yours. We've got an all Saturday night live final four. It is Spinal Tap versus the Blues Brothers.
2: I'm sticking with the Blues Brothers.
4: A vote for the Blues Brothers, Mike. Uh
1: yeah, I'm I'm going to stay with Spinal Tap. Um not only uh was it funny, it still had and a huge cast. Bill uh Uh, Billy Crystal is in the movie also. Um, Just tremendous, tremendously funny people. Uh, And even though the Blues Brothers also had great music, its music was all existing blues music. But Spinal Tap... They, they wrote their own songs, and they were great musically, and they were hilarious, and they had a variety of styles. It was psychedelic and kind of sort of Britpop and, and heavy metal, and, and it was really good heavy metal, so Spinal Tap.
4: Uh, vote for Spinal Tap. I am also going to vote for Spinal Tap, uh, but for Fran Drescher, and because she had cancer and she beat it, and that's really cool, so Spinal Tap. Uh, Tess. Tess.
3: This one is easy for me. How much for the women? How much for the little girl? Yes, I've uh, got to go with the Blues Brothers because Illinois Nazis—they're the worst.
4: It is all tied up, and coming to the most intoxicated person on this panel, Chuck.
0: Hmm. He,
4: he choked on his own vomit.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> hmm.
0: This is a tough one, but as I mentioned earlier, James Brown is my personal savior, and I got to go with the. Uh, Blues Brothers, I've seen it over thirty times. I think it's great. Um, Chuck's on
3: a mission from God.
0: I'm on a mission from God. You know, I'm living. Uh, I'm living in America. You know, super highways, coast to coast, easy to get anyway. On the transcontinental overload. <sighs> you, know, you gotta go with the Brown. You gotta go with Blues Brothers. You know, uh, we got both uh, kinds of music: country and western. And making fun they're making fun of Nazis, you know? They got someone falling off an uncompleted bridge to the peak of one of the greatest Wagner operas, which Hitler loved, so you know, come on. Uh, vote for
4: the Blues Brothers. And Blues Brothers moves into the final four. We've got Vacation versus Stripes and Coming to America versus the Blues Brothers. And Mike, you take this one. Vacation versus Stripes
1: you know it it's almost always really tough when we get down to the final four uh and this one is no exception uh both of these great movies uh really uh possibly the best uh movie by uh by their their s n l star but um I think I'm gonna go with stripes because I too am a lean mean fighting machine
4: fucking liar. Lean? (laughs) I have never known you to be lean. (laughs) Hey-oh! I might know you'd be... I'm leaner than John Candy. (laughs) Not right now. I'm pretty sure he's either ash or bone, so I'm pretty sure he's got you beat on that one.
1: Well, in the movie, he he has me beat.
4: Oh, oh, oh. okay, okay. Uh, I'm voting for vacation, because I think John Candy's better in that movie. What? Tess?
3: Uh, I I'm I'm with Mike on this one. I think that if you're looking at it being funnier overall just with regard to its Saturday night live star, as much as vacation reminds me of every car trip I ever took with my dad ever. Um I, I gotta go with stripes.
4: A vote for stripes. Uh Chuck
0: uh i gotta go with vacation you know uh it's just a great movie and like i said you know chevy chase involved he was really great we got fucking fletch on the scene and uh you know why do we park so far away dad well this way we're the first people in and the last people out i'm telling you man just like exactly like my father i gotta go with uh vacation
4: a vote for vacation it is all tied up it comes down to you pete which one do you have Oh,
2: the pressure. Um, <laughs> I, I really just have to go with Stripes on this one.
4: Uh, a vote for Stripes. Uh, and Stripes is into the finals. You know, the, the, the thing I miss, uh, vacation, I, I, I'll miss you so much. Just because we've all done it and we've all been there. Where you drive into the wrong neighborhood and you think of that moment when they're near DC and drive into the wrong, where were they? I can't remember, no, they were in St. Louis and they went into the wrong neighborhood. Honky lips? Yep. (laughs) Like, and they're like, oh shit, this is a bad neighborhood. That, that scene is so fucking funny just because every time I roll into a bad neighborhood that happens.
0: But, it's your neighborhood?
4: No, actually my neighborhood is not like that. Not at all. Uh, stripes moving into the finals. Uh, we've got coming to America versus the blues brothers and, uh, Tess, you take that one.
3: For me, it's still the blues brothers. Um, as funny as that is, as coming to America is. And as I really think it's Eddie Murphy's funniest film with the exception of original Beverly Hills cop, because, you know, everybody loves a good Mumford FizzEd t-shirt. Um, I still think that the Blues Brothers is a funnier movie. It's a better movie. It has the two best car chases I've ever seen, one of which straight through the mall. Didn't even know you could do that. Um, and, and you know, it it's Illinois Nazis. It's just, they, they, it, the warm tank all over for that.
4: You have the warm tinglys for Illinois Nazis? No, it's the joke. Oh, okay. (laughs) Chuck.
0: Yeah, it's the cover story.
4: Uh, Shut up.
0: (laughs) uh, I'm going to have to go with... um, hmm. I'm going to go with Blues Brothers just because... um, Blues Brothers is a great movie, okay? And uh, I wanted to go against Stripes. Because Stripes is a pro-fascist movie, if you want to get political about it. You think about it, they're going pro-military, okay? Whereas the Blues Brothers is a bunch of free-thinking anarchists, you know, pseudo-anarcho-syndicalists that are really interesting thinkers that want to start a new organization, okay? So I'm going with Blues Brothers. A vote for Blues Brothers. Pete.
2: (sighs) I got to go with Blues Brothers as well. Mike. Uh,
1: you know, I will. Uh, I will vote for coming to America. Um, mostly because uh, it was it was a very unique story. Uh, you know, the a, a very kind of the the story of, a, of an African prince coming to this country. Um, it it, but it was still in its presentation very racial neutral, which I thought was kind of interesting. And um, you know, going back to that idea, the Blues Brothers is is hilarious, but it's also also borders on being a musical. Well, not borders on it is a musical. That's why it's um, good. And it's so it's it's a little less of a, of a pure comedy. Um,
4: so I'm going to vote for Coming to America. A uh, vote for Coming to America. Um, I guess I'm going with Coming to America as well.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, Blues Brothers already won.
0: There's oh, no,
4: right. like, It's already making it into the finals. Good. Unless I can sway your votes. Coming to America is probably the single greatest film in the history of comedy. I'll change my <laughs> vote. <movie. laughs> you, no, you already voted for Coming to America, Mike. You can't change it. Are you changing it back to Blues
0: Brothers? No, it's still Coming to America. Yeah. Plastic Man.
4: Plastic man, nice. That's a reference that nobody gets because that episode never happened. <laughs> uh, but uh Blues Was Brothers. Was that
2: the unaired episode?
4: Not the unaired, the unrecorded. There's a difference. Um, oh, it's the second unaired. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> the Blues Brothers moves into the finals. We've got Stripes versus the Blues Brothers. Uh Mike, you take this one. Mm,
1: um again when just considering pure comedy it's uh it's Stripes <clears throat> Harold Ramis um, Warren Oates John Lauer-Kett, uh well there she was just a walking down the street
4: singing do, Ooh, do, 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 do see you had to do it
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah Stripes a, a vote for the- Stripes uh, Pete
2: are you gonna throw it to me next? Yeah. Uh, Brothers. This is a tough one. Uh, I I really didn't think when we started this that it would come down to Saturday Night Live players versus Saturday Night Live players. Um. Wow. Um. You know, I gotta give it to. Uh, gotta give it to the Blues Brothers. I gotta give it to you know Stripes yeah. had Bill Murray. Blues Brothers had. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. So, I, two to one. i got to give it to the Blues Brothers.
1: One died and one sucked. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, vote
4: for Blues Brothers. Uh, Tess. Uh,
3: this one's so tough for me. Um, I was afraid that these two were going to end up against each other and that I would have to choose between them. Um, I love Stripes. I love, love, love it. it. It makes me laugh so hard every single time
0: but you're for the Blues Brothers
3: simply because it's a better movie it really
4: is amen a vote for Blues Brothers you know I would ask Chuck where he's going to vote but uh, we, we, we can hear him talking I'm going to vote right now <laughs> I'm going to vote for Stripes tie it all up for a
0: lack of suspense <laughs> Chuck what's your vote
4: He's going to vote
3: for Ghostbusters.
0: Uh, I'm telling you, man, Ghostbusters 2. Fucking Vigo. But uh, I'm telling you, man, Blues Brothers, you know, tying back into my radical left-wing politics, you know, Blues Brothers highlighted the fact that uh, we now live in a new era where when police pull us over, they have a computer in their car. And they can look up our past history. Before that, You could be a serial murderer, stab people in the face, and get pulled over for a speeding ticket and just drive home. You know? The Blues Brothers brought us into the postmodern era. Blues Brothers. And Blues Brothers is the
4: best 80s comedy, and it's just barely an 80s comedy. Isn't it from, like, 81 or 82?
0: It's 1980.
4: Oh, my God. That's it. That's the, they
0: it's tone.
4: They made it in the goddamn 70s, but...
0: <laughs> the Blues Brothers does take the win. And I'd like to point out that James Brown, okay, once again, the greatest American hero of post-World War II era, okay, he established a whole entire mission of the Blues Brothers, okay? Yes. And that's why that movie is great. James Brown... That man is a hero.
4: You know, it's going to be awesome when you listen to this episode later and hear yourself (laughs) chuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's my typical experience. But James Brown.
4: (laughs) Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Pete? Uh,
2: Yeah, I'd like to say uh, if you're uh, cruising around eBay, hop in my store at Dion's Playground, D-I-O-N-S, Playground, all one word as I'll be having some spring sales coming up.
0: All
4: right.
3: Tess! Uh, World Steam Expo, uh, Dearborn Hyatt, Michigan, uh, Memorial Day weekend. And just because he asked, a shout-out to Alan.
4: Um, no. Too late. No, no, not the shout-out to Alan. That part's fine. This episode airs the week after Memorial Day. No! Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, wait, I no. I tried. Actually, it, 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 it not the week after, the Monday after. So, like, yesterday you were in Dearborn hanging out.
3: Well, hey, I, I time-traveled back just wait, to, what, uh...
4: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe not. Is it going to go on on Monday as well? Because it's normally a day off for people. Yes, it will be. So if you're here in Michigan, go to Dearborn, hang out with Tess. Because I'm awesome. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and, and modest. Uh, Chuck, do you have anything?
0: Uh, well, I mentioned a website that a friend of mine, uh, we're both working on old NJ.com. It's going to be a website about, uh, New Jersey history. We just haven't updated it due to various alcohol and drug related issues. Um, and, uh, you know, rumble in the jungle, <laughs> James Brown,
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> need new movie news well check out rob Worley's new uh site backlot dot com he's always giving away tickets if you're in the Detroit area they always have some kind of contest going on where you can win tickets to uh, passes to go see movies
1: yeah they had they had thor they uh X-Men. The time this comes out x
0: men yeah yep I uh, thor- man. I saw it last night. Oh, that's cool.
4: For all things Trek, look no further than subspacecommunicate.com and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. For all your DVD needs, check out dvdgeeks.tv. Special thanks goes out to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fight's Tumblr. And, of course, Jared Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates. You can read his blog, hey Star Trek, at heystartrek.net. net. Mike?
1: Uh, you can find me on the Zod Complex podcast, and you can, we're gonna be recording another one this week, uh, which will be out by the time that you, uh, you hear this. Um you can also see me on the Week in Geek podcast, or not podcast, Week and Geek video show, uh, and you can even find Damon on a previous episode, he filled in for me. Uh, you can find us at, uh, geekfights.net, you can email us at geekfights at gmail.net or info at geekfights.com no, info at geekfights.net oh, I don't know you know you know how to get a hold of us, and none of
4: you do none of you do uh, <laughs> don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes uh, and, and, and we've got a contest going is it still going? well, yeah, it is still going because I'm looking at the calendar and it should be still going uh, where you can win stuff it's the I'm too lazy for this contest contest all you have to do is either, A, like us on on Facebook. That gets you an entry. Uh, comment on Karen's Tumblr. That'll get you an entry. Or rate and review us on iTunes. That gets you an entry. And you can get three entries. And I, I've got a pile of trade paperbacks that I'm giving away. There's uh, Star Trek glasses. There's a, a, a Crown Royal dice bag. Uh, yeah. the, the grand prize uh, is what Mike contributed, which is the, the Book of the Dead... Uh the, the soft foam book of the dead signed by the entire cast that includes Bruce Campbell. You can put your penis on it. It's great.
2: <laughs>
4: and if you if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us. Once again, if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us. All it really takes is to contact us. <laughs> to join the Legion of Geeks. Uh next week is most annoying character. And then after that is our one year episode. It is Star Trek versus Star Wars showdown. We'll have the all stars on. Uh, Chuck will be on there. Alan, Michael, Brian. Uh, who else is on that? There's one more. On- oh, and Jared. <laughs> I forgot Jar-Jar about that. Jar Jar versus Morn. Jar Jar versus Morn will probably never happen. I don't think they're going to make it out of the first round if either one is on there. <laughs> but <laughs> until next time, everybody. Uh, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night.
1: Coming to you on a dusty road. Good loving, I've got a truckload. And when you get it, you got something. So don't worry, because I'm coming. I'm a soul.
4: I am so high right now. Yeah,
0: I'm in the
4: club. <laughs> no, no, I took a sleeping pill because I'm like I want to sleep through the night. At like yep. an hour ago, and now it's like affecting me. On top of the fact that I'm already really tired. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. don't know if I'll remember anything that happened here. It's almost. That's good okay. Well, at least you didn't, didn't miss much. much. Yeah, I don't think
2: uh, any of us are going to remember. Well, I'm not anyway.
0: anyway. Oh, that's right. You're you're on codeine. Well uh Damon when he was saying, Hey Chuck, you don't remember this, that, and the other thing, I'm like, Well, I don't know, I hope so. <laughs> you know well, what's funny is whenever we record stuff and I'm like completely sober, I'm like very boring. And <laughs> like when I get really hammered, you know, and I'm like, Oh man, I made a complete fool out of myself and i listen to the podcast and I'm like, I'm much better completely hammered. <laughs>